0: Welcome to Advance Your Belly Dance, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. I'm your host, Jana, and every week you'll get belly dance business tips you wish your dance teacher told you when you first started. From how to start your first email marketing list to what you actually need on your website and everything in between. Let's get started. Here's the harsh reality. (laughs) If you don't make the time to learn what the right tools are to manage the business side of belly dance, no matter how many hours you spend on social media, the algorithms are going to make the decision for you and it probably won't always be in your favor. Now, I know that I am not the biggest fan of social media, but I do show you in this guide and in the actual course, how to use social media to your favor if that is more your jam. But the point is that there's a time and a place for social which you'll learn about later on but the rule of thumb here is don't build on someone else's algorithm you want to have and I've been harping on this for a long time do you want to have something that you can control like an email list or your website so that's something that is in your control because that's going to be the best way to sustain your business because there's going to be a new social media platform coming all the time Clubhouse is the most recent one, for example, and it's going to be tempted to take away your attention and you're going to ask yourself, well, should I be on that? Should I now find time to post on this one or should I time to post on Instagram using new reels or IGTV and all this other stuff that's going to keep coming up and up and up, but that's not sustainable for yourself because you are probably the only person running your business And in turn, that's not going to be good for your health and well-being, your overall mental well-being as well, because you're just going to feel pulled in all these different directions. Yeah. So I want you to focus on platforms you can control, which is what I've been saying for many, many years now. And I don't want you to feel like you have to work 24-7 in order for your business to run, because the whole point and the beauty of having something that's online is that it's supposed to run in the background for you. Now, that isn't as easy as people make it out to be. But it is doable. So the goal is to plan ahead and focus on slow growth so you have actual time and energy to dance and do all the cool fun stuff that you want to do. So this is where sustainable online systems or SOS comes in. So you want to create systems that help you out with your business because working every day, all day long, especially if you happen to have a day job or if you have kids and family to take care of, it's not sustainable. It's it's not a good idea in the long run, and especially if you're your only employee, which most of us are. So I want you to create sustainable online systems that work for you and not against you. Because not having the time to actually dance, if you're a dance teacher, is not sustainable. Or if you create costumes, if you have no time to design them, or even if you're a musician, you have no time to create music. This is not sustainable. That is the whole reason you got into this gig. And if you start getting pulled in all these different directions where you no longer have time to work on your craft, that's not going to be good for you. So we all have moments where we may have to hustle in our business more than other times, but that shouldn't be the standard. So if you learn the digital marketing essentials, which is just how to sell your business online, you're going to have better control of your success because you're in charge Of the actual process. Now, any of the following tips I'm going to mention, you can do no matter where you are in the online belly dance business game, but it helps to know what to focus on depending on what you have time for and where exactly you are. Yeah. So remember, if you're not going through with the PDF with me right now, to go and get it at jana.dance/sos, or just to click on the link in the show notes right now. So I want you to ask yourself which of these three descriptions best fits you. Are you the excited newbie? So you're brand new to online marketing and so far only have maybe a social media page or two. Or are you the experienced marketer? You have a website and email list and are pretty comfortable with it, but you kind of want to make it work more for you. Or are you the seasoned professional? So you've been in the online game for years, but you can easily burn yourself out maybe with all the new tech and all the new platforms, and you could benefit more from having an automated system. Now, you don't have to fit specifically one of these three. You could be in between. You could have some that speak to you <laughs> in more times than others. Maybe you're like a newbie to social media, but you're pretty experienced in websites. So Just keep that in mind. You don't have to fit in any of these specific boxes just to help you get an image of where you could be spending your time. And any of these tips, you can be doing them at any point in your business. So again, this is just a guide that's supposed to help you combat overwhelm and burnout. So if you happen to be an excited newbie, you're new to the online business world, it's not as hard as it seems because you have some very basic foundations that can help you get started. So first, You wanna buy a domain and create a landing page. This is all about finding the things that you actually own and you have full control over. So you wanna get your domain, doesn't matter from where, GoDaddy or whatever, personally use name silo. And you can always find the tools that I use on my website under jana.dance forward slash tools. But it doesn't really matter where you get your domain from, just make sure it's a reputable place and you want to create a landing page. Again, you can use Squarespace for this. Uh, MailChimp even has this or any other page that you want to do. You can DIY it or you can hire someone. So right now you just want to get it out there. It's, It's about getting it done instead of being perfect. And here's a little tip. You want to Google discount codes. A lot of big name companies like Squarespace have them actually listed on their website. And you can check out where these companies promote their services. So they often promote on podcasts and they're Offering discount codes for listeners so you can get money saved and you can support this, the podcast. So that's a great way to save yourself some money and to show your support. So you wanna buy a domain and create a landing page. Number two, you wanna start an email list with a freebie opt in. Now it doesn't matter which email list provider you use, everyone has their favorite. I personally use MailChimp. I've been doing that with MailChimp for a long time. But the main part of this is your freebie opt in. So you wanna define your ideal client. And what they'd love to learn from you. And you want to take what you know that they want to know more f- about. And you want to create a freebie opt-in. It can be a free video. It can be a free PDF guide. It can be uh, tracks to rhythms if you're a musician. And you want to cater to belly dancers that specifically focus on drum solos and zills. I don't Get really creative. But you also want to get very specific. Because this is going to be what's going to make you stand out. Yeah. And once you focus on how you can serve those that you want to work with the most, the people that you're like, I would really love to work with, when you're going through that description list, you're going to write out everything that this person, this ideal client has as a characteristic. Creating content and the freebie opt ins are going to become so much easier. Yeah. So start an email list with a freebie opt in. And another tip, number three, you're going to focus on consistent, high quality content. Now, you don't need to have high production quality in order to be producing high quality content. When I say high quality content, I want you to produce things that are of value. Yes, yeah? so you don't have to have the best lighting and camera and audio equipment, all that stuff. It's about the the quality of the content that you put out. And so what do people come to you for help with? That's one way to get started. If you're like, I have no idea what to put out there or how often to put it, just check back in with your ideal client and ask yourself, well, what would they, or ask your ideal client if you already have some that are working with you and ask them, what is it that you're currently struggling with? Or what have you actually written, recorded, or taught in the past that has been really helpful, where you've gotten really positive feedback? And ask yourself, how can you refresh it and repurpose it either as a video or a?" Audio guide or an ebook or a blog post or anything like that. Yeah. So this is kind of two birds with one stone type thing where you could use part of it as your freebie opt in to get people on your email list. And you can also break it down into chunks to spread out over perhaps weeks of content. So for an excited newbie, you want to focus on owning your website, which is buying your domain and creating a landing page. Starting an email list, the freebie opt in, and trying to focus on consistent, high quality content. Now, if you're an experienced marketer, you've already got a good grasp of your website and email list, but here's how you can make it a little bit more effective and efficient. So you want to optimize your website. So we talked previously about owning your website. This one, you've already owned your website for quite some time. You want to work on optimizing it. So you want to check out If your call to actions, your CTAs take two clicks or less to get to, if all your links are updated, if your payment processor is working, if your website works on a mobile device, because that's the majority where people are going to be checking out websites now, we're always constantly on our phones, so you want to make sure that all that is easy to access just as well on the phone as it is on the desktop and everything is working properly. So you want to look at optimizing your website and perhaps getting rid of the things that you don't need. If it's loading too slow, could it be that you have too many pictures, too many irrelevant pictures perhaps? So you can either hire a professional for that or you can just take a look at it yourself and see, okay, what is it that hasn't been updated in quite some time that just doesn't match anymore what I'm doing. Second thing that you can do is you want to nourish your email list. Now you are probably very comfortable with your email list, but how many people do you get that actually respond to any questions that you may ask? Or what is your click rate, open rate? So when in doubt, you want to ask your audience a question or take a poll with, for example, what are you currently struggling with? And that'll help gauge where your audience is at and how you can best help them. So nourish your email list. Those are what I call my VIPs. Those are your VIPs, the people that have given you their email address in exchange to hear from you. So you want to really Ask yourself, how can I best be there for the people that have given me this permission? It's a big deal. And a third tip is that you can focus on a social media platform that you actually enjoy. Now you might be on all the things, but do you actually use them all? Do you have some that you prefer over the others? So do a social media purge almost and choose the one platform that you both, in- that you enjoy and also where your ideal client hangs out at. I, for example, I am on Clubhouse. And I love the idea of it because I am a podcaster and I just love being able to listen to topics. But it is also not worth my time to invest in it now. There's also not many Bell Dancers on there. Um, it's also a little bit weird in those beginning stages of like any new platform. It's just working out its kinks. So I'm not going to invest my time to to move everything over from my strategy over to Clubhouse. That's just not where it is. I like platforms where I don't have to Post pictures or videos. That's that's great. It's just even easier for me just to hop on and talk about things. But it's just not where my ideal client is right now. Maybe in the future. But right now, as I'm recording this, March 2021, not many belly dancers, if at all, are, are on there. So I don't even really check it now. Where I do go to hang out with other belly dancers is more Instagram. Five ten years ago, it might have been Facebook. Trends change. So take a look at the platforms that you use consistently and that you actually enjoy using and that you also see that your your people are hanging out at. And just try to focus on that because you don't need to be on everything. You can have a profile on those things and then you can have a link to, hey, by the way, I'm on this platform more if you want to hear from me. But you don't need to constantly promote things that you're not using. And so the beauty of being comfortable with your website and email list at this stage is you can enjoy social media and use it as a business tool. So if you're an experienced marketer, just to recap, so you could optimize your website, nourish your email list, and focus on a social media platform you enjoy. And if you're a seasoned professional, you already have a healthy email list and you update your website regularly, you can ask yourself, well, how can I make the most of my very precious time? So one tip for that is to optimize your website copy. Now, copy is just the text that is written on any website, any page, anything that you write, that's what your copy is. And a lot of valid answers, because we're not trained in copywriting, we don't actually think about how we come across when we write. Remember, it's not about you, it's about your ideal client. So learning basic copywriting skills can take your sales page, for example, a very long way. So you can get really down to the nitty gritty and really focus on the impact that your words have on the website that are supposed to help run your business in the background. So it's not just about pretty pictures. It's about a combination of a website that functions well and website copy that screams out to the ideal client, hey, this product is for you or this service, this class, this is for you. So number one, optimize your website copy. Number two, repurpose and automate your content. Now, if you know creating content takes you longer than it should or if you haven't been creating content consistently, you can batch your content. So you're going to block out a time to get it done once a month so you can be done with it. So let's say four pieces of content one day every month you'll schedule, okay, this is the day that I'm doing all of this and I'm scheduling it out. And that way you don't have to think about it. And you can repurpose content that you've used previously. You don't have to have a brand new idea every week or every time that you write something or record something or teach something, yeah? You're going to repurpose it because people that are coming to your website and classes might not have been your student five years ago, so they're not going to know what you put out five years ago. Even if the person really went down into a rabbit hole and like found everything you've ever created, they're still going to want to hear it again. So don't be afraid to repurpose and automate your content so that you have time to dance. And tip number three, check which services you can streamline into products. Now, this is a little bit more advanced, but You wanna take a look at what services you've offered before and ask yourself if you can turn it into a digital course. So this is gonna save you time in the long run and allow you to reach more people. So instead of offering one-on-ones or private classes or workshops, for example, every month, if you can turn it into an evergreen course, that is gonna be a product for you that you can sell and resell to people and reach more dancers. So that's gonna help save you time. And it's going to be more accessible to people if they can't make it due to a time zone or traveling or anything like that. So for the season pros, the three things that you can do again is to optimize your website, copy, repurpose, automate your content, and check which services you can streamline into products. Now, again, any of these tips, no matter where you are in your Bella Dance business journey, you can use them. So it's not about doing it all, though. It's about focusing on, okay, I only have time for this right now what can I do to grow my belly dance business? Where I feel like I'm at this stage in my belly dance business right now, what can I do to help grow it? Because you are just one person, probably most likely, that is running your business. Even if you have an assistant, you still have to tell them what to do. So you're probably the only person operating your business, which means you wear a lot of business hats and it's important to focus on what makes the most impact at the stage you're at right now and then check in with yourself to see what's working best. So there's no one perfect way to run a business, but being comfortable with the foundations of digital marketing can help you grow over time. So it's talking about sustainability. It's talking about sometimes slow growth, but that is a lot better than trying to focus on all these things and jumping from platform to platform, not being consistent and burning yourself out. Because no matter what stage you're at in your belly dance business, you can grow without overwhelm. That's it for this week. And I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget. I'll be doing a special Q and a episode every month, answering all your belly dance business related questions. So if you want your question answered, you can submit it at advanced anytime. If you're ready to take control of your belly dance business, come join the digital marketing for belly dancers course. This course covers everything from how to start an email campaign to how to create your own belly dance brand. Enrollment opens back up in March, so you can get on the waitlist right now and get notified when it's back again. Visit slash digital to learn more. That's z-a-n-a.dance/digital. If you love this podcast and it's helped you rebuild dance business, then please rate and review it. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, you can leave a five-star rating and write a short review of either how this podcast has helped you, or you can share your favorite episode. It'll take less than a minute and it'll help other awesome dancers such as yourself discover this podcast. And last but not least, you can come find me and say hi on Instagram at Zana Dance. that's Z-A-N-A, dance. Thanks again and until next time.